Thousands of undead dig themselves out of their graves and start stumbling down the streets, attacking and eating the living as they go. Thousands turn to millions. Society breaks down, governments fail, food supplies dwindle. Rival clans emerge and fight for resources. Sure, it's pretty much the plot of The Walking Dead and a bunch of other zombie apocalypse stories. But what if instead of zombie humans terrorizing the planet, it was a zombie virus? Recent discoveries could make that possibility less far-fetched than it may seem. Welcome back to Factnominal. Today, we're taking a look at zombie viruses, ancient pathogens that are being revived after tens of thousands of years as Arctic permafrost thaws and reveals a once-frozen past. We have all witnessed the horrors of what one virus can do. The coronavirus brought the entire world to a grinding halt and it took massive containment measures on a global scale. That was just one virus. What would happen if the world comes face to face with an even deadlier strain of an unknown virus? Well, there could be many such viruses hidden deep within the permafrost. Ancient Viruses Our planet is getting warmer. As it does, ice is starting to melt. Glaciers emptying into the oceans from the poles is leading to sea level rise. And by the end of the century, many communities around the world could be underwater. But something else is starting to melt too. Well, not melt really, but thaw. Permafrost, as the name quite obviously suggests, is permanently frozen ground. At least it was permanently frozen ground. Permafrost covers 15% of all the landmass in the Northern Hemisphere most of it in Canada, Alaska, Greenland, and Siberia. As this Arctic permafrost thaws, it's releasing all kinds of ancient stuff that's been locked away for millennia. And some of that stuff includes never-before-seen viruses. Last year, scientists observed a virus called Pithovirus, which had been frozen for 30,000 years in Siberian permafrost, come back to life and attack an amoeba. And while the pithovirus is harmless to humans, many are worried of the potential release of other harmful microbes trapped within the permafrost, which may be antibiotic-resistant and potentially deadly. So, you're probably thinking, well, let's just call it a day, scientists. We don't want a viral version of Jurassic Park, right? And we are fresh off that one thing that kind of ruined everyone's 2020 and 2021? Maybe not play with fire again, hmm? Sorry to disappoint you, but the scientists aren't listening. Recently, a team of researchers led by microbiologist Jean-Marie Olympic brought back from the dead a total of 13 zombie viruses that had been lying dormant for thousands of years in the Siberian permafrost. The most ancient, a 48,500-year-old amoeba virus, has set a new record for becoming the oldest frozen virus to be revived to the point where it's capable of infecting other organisms. Scientific achievement unlocked, or is it a sign of something more sinister? Luckily, these viral experiments are taking place in very controlled lab settings. But as more permafrost continues to thaw, the likelihood grows of more pathogens being released into the air. Pathogens that could be hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years old. Perhaps dinosaur-era bugs that we might have no idea what to do with. A dozen ancient viruses have been revived by scientists, the oldest of them despite being frozen for many millennia. The virus remains infectious and are being called the zombie viruses. Are we moving towards an age of pandemics due to climate change? Raining viruses. As these ancient zombie viruses are woken up from their frozen slumber, 
they can potentially make their way up into the atmosphere and then rain down upon us. It's a phenomenon that scientists studied back in 2018 when a team of researchers literally put out some buckets in the Sierra Nevada mountains in Spain and collected samples of millions of viruses that had rained down from the sky. Apparently, viruses like to congregate up in the air higher than the clouds but lower than the cruising altitude of airplanes. Based on the study, the researchers estimated that trillions upon trillions of viruses rain down from the sky each day. 800 million of them per one square meter of Earth's surface per day. It's not all doom and gloom though. A lot of these viruses aren't harmful, and a lot more of them are actually essential for life on our planet. They help with everything from our immune systems to our gut biomes. They help regulate ecosystems and contribute to the evolution of life as we know it. Still though, it's a bit unsettling to think that some prehistoric virus can make its way up into the air in Siberia and pop pretty quickly over to, say, North America or vice versa. The Door to the Underworld But let's get back down to Earth. Perhaps the biggest permafrost thaw in the world, the Batgaika Crater, located way up in northeastern Siberia, could be a ticking time bomb for viruses and other contagions. The Batagaika Crater is something scientists call a mega slump or thermokarst. It's been created by, well, permafrost thawing, but it's worth taking a look at how that actually happens. In Batagay, the area in remote Siberia where the crater is found, deforestation from the 1960s has led to warmer temperatures, as less tree cover allowed more sunlight to directly hit the soil. As the soil warmed up and collapsed, a phenomenon called drunken trees occurred, where new trees could no longer stand straight, not from over-imbibing, but simply because their roots didn't have any firm ground to dig into. This has led to more soil being exposed to sunlight, which gradually heated up more and more soil deeper and deeper down. Once this heat hit the permafrost layer, it created a positive feedback loop. CO2 and methane gas released from the melting permafrost heated up the air even more, which led to more melting permafrost, which led to yet higher temperatures, which led to, well, you get the picture. The result is now a one kilometer long, 86 meter deep, tadpole-shaped pit in the landscape. As the permafrost has melted, it's created a gully where water has washed away the soil and expanded to the point where it's now the largest such mega slump in the world, and it's getting bigger. The crater is expanding at an average rate of 10 meters per year and has expanded nearly 30 meters during warmer years. As the permafrost melts and the ground collapses, sinister cracking and groaning sounds echo across the landscape during the summer. This has driven locals to call it the doorway to the underworld. But the science behind the crater's appearance in the landscape may be just as serious as any hellfire, doomsday spirituality associated with it. Carbon World and More Feedback Loops As the positive feedback loop grows in scale, more CO2 will be pumped into the atmosphere, leading to the rapid expansion of the crater. As it gets larger, it will expose stores of carbon that have been frozen in time for thousands of years. More CO2 release means more warming, and with an estimated two-thirds of the Arctic's 23 million square kilometers of permafrost expected to be lost by the 2100s, the consequences of this massive carbon and methane dump for the climate seem particularly bleak. And there is a similar feedback loop happening throughout Siberia and the Arctic, particularly in the Arctic Ocean. The Arctic is warming at a rate more than two times that of the rest of the world. Why is this happening? 
Well, the answer is that the North Pole is caught in a feedback loop that's pretty similar to what's going on with the permafrost around the Batkaika crater. Except instead of trees loss, it's ice loss. As temperatures rise, there is less and less ice in the Arctic. Less ice means less snow, which is very effective at reflecting sunlight back into space. Snow and ice reflects about 85% of the solar radiation that hits it. Ocean water, on the other hand, is darker and tends to absorb less sunlight, only reflecting about 10% of incoming solar radiation. So, warmer temperatures mean less ice and snow. Exploding Craters And the Batagaika Crater is not alone. Dozens of mysterious craters have been discovered across Siberia. Many of them look like volcanic events with rock debris flung outward as though there was some sort of explosion. And in fact, there was. Scientists believe that these craters, more like circular pits than tadpole-shaped Batgaika, are the result of gas buildup in mounds called pingos. Pingos are formed when groundwater flows underneath frozen ground and pushes it up into a dome-shaped hill. And while the actual physical processes that lead to the explosions are still being studied, many scientists are connecting the phenomenon to warmer temperatures and melting permafrost. Yet more opportunities for ancient pathogens to make their way into the Earth's atmosphere and potentially wreak havoc on our immune systems. A Time Machine But it is not all doom and gloom. The Batgaika Crater is also a time capsule, one that can help us look into the past and understand climate change on a scale we previously haven't been able to observe. The crater is unlocking more than 200,000 years of Earth's history. Ancient forests have been revealed, as have the preserved remains of mammoths and other prehistoric animals. We are learning that this is not the first time such a crater has opened up. Around 10,000 years ago, these permafrost layers were exposed in a similar way. By studying the exposed permafrost and the ancient microbes, viruses, and plant and animal life it contains, scientists are learning more about the effects of a warming climate and how to respond in the future. How would you survive the zombie apocalypse? Let us know in the comments and don't forget to like and subscribe for more Factnominal content.